Anything. Thank you for Wandering Lions. Our beer uh, is brought to you by them. They are an awesome movie studio out of uh, Michigan. And you should definitely go to wanderinglionstudios.biz or check out their Facebook and Instagram, Wandering Lion Studios. And they have, they've started new th- this new thing where they have a movie trivia Thursdays. Yep. Where they'll post a trivia and everybody's, you want to like comment and guess and stuff. And then they also started Movie Madness Mondays. They're about to start Movie Madness right, Mondays. Right. And uh, yeah, so go to Wonderline Studios Facebook and Instagram and get it. just start commenting, doing stuff. <laughs> you know, do all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interact, join the the nerdy movie conversations. Yeah, yeah. If you're, I assume you're a movie nerd like us because you're listening to a movie podcast. <laughs> And uh, that seems like the kind of thing that you would be into. Yeah. So go check it out. Um, we're drinking some pretty awesome beers today. Yeah. Uh, and there's a funny story about this beer, which I already told you, but I feel like is relevant again. Uh, so we have this bo- Black Bottle Brewery Scuba Steve IPA. Yep. Uh, Black Bottle Brewery right here in Fort Collins. They make good beer. It's a very good beer. It's an American underwater IPA, whatever that means. It's a scuba diver. Yeah. Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. And it's relevant for today's episode, but the funny story about this right, beer. Right, you have to tell the funny story. Uh, the other day, I was I came home from the liquor store buying beer like I often do. Right. <laughs> and I walk in the door and Christy is like, are you hiding beer from me? <laughs> and I'm like, what? I was so confused. I didn't know why she would even be talking about that. And she opened a cabinet in our kitchen, and up on the top shelf there was this beer, this beer, the uh, Scuba Steve beer. And I was like, I don't know why that's there, and I don't know how long it's been there. And then I remembered I did put it there because I bought it a long time ago for specifically for our... Sandra Bullock episode. Yeah. Because uh, she did a movie called All About Steve. And I was like, this is the closest thing I could find. I don't even remember what we ended up drinking. I don't remember what we drank then. <laughs> we didn't drink this. <laughs> I must have found something else. But yeah. So I got, I found beer that I had had for a long time. Yep. And then y- you found it in the fridge. And you're like, oh, is that for the Adam Sandler episode? <laughs> I was like, no, but <laughs> it can be. And so it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you didn't catch that we're gonna deep dive into some adam sandler entertainment yeah yeah which i am so excited for i love adam sandler movies so just just letting everyone know not yeah. all of them are great mm-hmm. but i love adam sandler <laughs> i do love i love adam sandler and i love i love his movies he has a shockingly wide variety considering yep. but generally adam sandler movies are very similar. did you just call him standler St- sandler Standler. Uh generally they're very fun and silly and 
immature and great. 100%. Yeah. That was something that I ended up realizing is what I love about his movies. Yeah. Is him and his friends. Mm-hmm. Every one of their movies feels like if you were a kid with your group of friends and you were just yeah making shit up on the, on the spot, you know? Mm-hmm. In this whole pretend world, all of his movies feel that way. They feel like, yeah, you're all in like your 50s, but you're acting like nine-year-olds. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I think that's what appeals to so many people. Yeah. I think that his, his movies are very popular, and I think it's because you can tell everybody involves just having fun. And I, I, I especially can tell that because so many of his movies have... The same people. <laughs> yeah, it just has his friends in it, and... uh I always enjoy seeing where this guy's going to pop up, where that yeah. guy's going to pop up. And he, of all of the recurring friends that are in his movies constantly, there are a few that are just interesting choices. <laughs> like, it's interesting that he has Sean Astin in several of his movies <laughs> or Shaquille O'Neal in several of his movies. It's just wild to me that they're just like... It's such a wide variety of friends and such a large group of friends, and he still packs them all in. Right. It it gets to the point where his movies where he does not have his group of friends in it mm-hmm. with him almost feel weird. Because mm-hmm. you expect, like, you expect Rob Schneider to just appear. Yeah. You expect David Spade to just kind of be there. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's totally true. <laughs> and you expect Kevin James to be, like, one of his best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I also, I honestly, as I was watching it, I realized Adam Sandler is a genius because most of his movie making style or motivation seems to be, I'm going to put all my friends in it so they're all going to get paid and I'm going to film it on location in Hawaii or <laughs> Africa or I'm, it's going to go to some exotic location and I'm just going to be a cool guy in a nice place and the studio will pay for it and I get a vacation and I get to hang out with my friends and <laughs> we get the to, perfect life. We get to goof off. His movie, that's what I really love. His movies are all, they just, he goofs off. Yeah. They just film it. Yeah. And it's great seeing those scenes where like all of them are laughing. Mm-hmm. And you have that notion or that thought of like, I think that's just them. Yeah. I don't think that's like... They're just making each other laugh. Yeah, they're just trying to be dumb mm-hmm. just to get someone to break. Yeah. His movies also, I kind of ha- started having this thought too, where I, I'm pretty sure like while they're filming it, some of them are probably just so hilarious to actually film. Yeah. And then sometimes maybe it doesn't translate quite as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I mean... I laughed so hard this last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a couple of his movies are very dramatic yeah. and you don't laugh at them. Yeah. You, he does have a shocking amount of range and difference of styles. There are several dramatic movies. Yeah. I noticed, I noticed watching so many back to back. I think that Adam Sandler is interesting because the director or the 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 type of movie that's being made yeah can certainly elevate him like if he's making a movie that he's generally in charge of making and he's just making it on netflix he's making it with his friends he seems to not it seems to be looser seems to not need yeah. to be trying as hard just like goofing off but then you give you put him in a like a bigger movie with like paul thomas anderson or like uh 
Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle or <laughs> Judd Apatow or whatever. Yeah. He just elevates him and he, he does have the ability to be a really good actor. But most of the time he doesn't need to be a good actor. Right, right. Well, I mean, he's, his movies are made, and I could be wrong, but this is my perception, having watched so many. Yeah. Uh, his movies are made to be just the basis for what Hollywood comedy should be. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we're not going for gold. <laughs> right. We're just having fun, mm-hmm. and it's entertainment. Yeah. He embraces that, like, mentality so much. Yeah. I really, I, I think I ended up appreciating him even more, mm-hmm. having watched, you know, just watching all of them back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. By the way, yeah, that dude is obviously very successful. Mm-hmm. His filmography <laughs> is like never ending. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. It's a little ridiculous. <laughs> It's. I mean, I, I thought that we had a lot of movies to watch when we did Sandra Bullock. Right. But I feel like we had more, and I didn't get through them all. Yeah. There are some, a couple I saw for the first time this week. Same here. And there were a couple that I still haven't seen that I need to. Yeah. I uh, Much like Sandra Bullock, I feel like I'm still going to splice a couple of his that mm-hmm. I didn't get to just to, just to get them the watched. Just because I... I had so much fun watching his movies this week. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. And we've been kind of on a roll, so it's it's fun to keep that going even though the episode's done right <laughs> uh so you want to start talking about them yeah we might as well start diving into it do you want to start at the beginning i think we should start with the beginning <laughs> we did that with jim carrey and i thought that was really fun i think we should start at the beginning uh with <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> did you actually watch it i did watch okay it. i watched it for the first time so there's his first movie is from 1989 called going overboard it's so bad <laughs> As a 1.8 on IMDb, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't as bad as I was as I thought it would be because it was interesting because it the movie kind of knows what it is. Yeah, he breaks the fourth wall a lot. He's like, "This is not a low budget movie. This is a no budget movie." <laughs> yeah, he tells the audience that in the movie. He says, "This is a no budget movie, and all we did was we got a ship and some hot chicks, and we're gonna make a movie." And like that's the premise of the movie from the main character and i thought it was really pretty darn funny yeah it was funny to see his friends start popping up even that early did Um, did you like the the wardrobe changes in between shots yeah i did (laughs) that's my favorite part of that movie i I did notice a couple of those (laughs) i was very surprised at some actual big name actors i didn't actually look at uh the imdb for it until after but as i was watching i was like that's billy zane <laughs> right. right right there and that's billy bob thornton it's like this is a weird a really weird movie <laughs> but yeah it, it it was actually really pretty fun and funny i i it's, didn't have any problem with it it like to me when i saw it uh it is a bad movie but like you said they don't i mean they blatantly tell you yeah with the, we have a camera. They gave us some money, so we're just fucking around. Mm-hmm. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. And I, I kind of feel like Sandler took that whole mentality and has just made a full career on it, which yeah. works. First time I saw it, the wardrobe, the random wardrobe changes. Yeah, as the shots, like he's running on the outside of the boat, and you see his shirt and shorts change, and it's the same shot. They just like. <laughs> For some reason, couldn't find that outfit or even remember. <laughs> right. Didn't have anybody in charge of continuity on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a high school film with with yeah. a budget. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a high school film with Billy Bob Thornton and Billy Zane for some reason. Right, right. It works. Yep. It works. It does work. It's funny. Uh, yeah, check it out. I mean, like we recommended uh, Jim Carrey's first one. Yeah. You should watch Going Overboard, especially if you're an Adam Sandler fan. Yeah. Because there are a lot of things that you see like early on in his career of, oh, this is going to keep showing up or yeah. his friends. And yeah. 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 And him, his character is a waiter on a cruise ship who wants to be a comedian, a stand up comedian on the ship. And uh, I think that focusing, having Adam Sandler as the lead as that young, he seems very much like what you're used to as Adam Sandler as right. the lead. Like he, you certainly felt like he was developed enough to have this movie even though the movie is super low budget <laughs> i think that he's what you would expect yeah basically he goes from that to uh it's kind of crazy how he started that and then kind of like jim carrey just hits one out of the ballpark yeah shows up with billy madison i think that was his next one well if you skip over airheads it oh is. yeah okay so <laughs> He's not the star no. in Airheads, but we should mention Airheads. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when else we will talk about Airheads, because but I love Airheads. Airheads is like the greatest rock comedy. Well, one of the greatest rock comedies yeah. out there. So fucking funny. <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah. And he's he doesn't have a huge part. He's just like the drummer, but he's pretty, like he's funny in it. He's awesome in it. And the whole movie on its own is really funny. And I love... I love everybody. I love Brendan Fraser. And of course, it kind of unites Steve Buscemi, who's another one of the yeah. constant Adam Sandler co-stars. Yeah, Airheads is just... he plays, So Adam Sandler plays Pip, mm-hmm. who has a... He's a pool boy. <laughs> he's a, yeah. He cleans pools. And then he's, he's a drummer for this rock band. But he's like super innocent. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a like tough guy bone in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like super soft spoken, super <laughs> nice. The, he has one of the funniest sex scenes <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> yeah, help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the premise is that they are a rock band trying to get their single played on the radio, and they end up accidentally taking the radio station hostage yeah with uh squirt gun machine guns yeah filled with pepper sauce yeah spray painted black and it's pretty funny you should watch airheads everyone should watch airheads yeah it's a good time it is <laughs> genuinely funny uh there's a lot of so it came out in 94 so there's a lot of like nods or mentions of mm-hmm. how the music scene in general was looking about that time yeah uh, Brendan Fraser claims he is rock and roll, which is just funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty darn fun. And Chris Farley's in it. It's Yeah. <laughs> it's, which uh also in terms of cameos, mm-hmm. White Zombie, which was Rob Zombie's first band okay. before he went solo, they have a cameo in the movie with one of the funniest scenes with Chris Farley. Oh yeah. That makes you cringe every time you watch it, but it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Improvise. <laughs> Go watch Airheads. It's one of the best comedies. Yeah. Um, and then he got his starring. Yeah. And then he, then Billy Madison, which one of his two defining roles, probably. Oh, my God. I mean, it's half the name of his production company. <laughs> right. Happy Madison. 
yeah, Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this movie so much. It's one of the honest to god best comedies, <laughs> and great premise. First of all, of this rich kid who never finished school and decides to go back to school and has to go through all the grades like <laughs> in a very short period of time and i always enjoy bradley whitford as like the villain in it also <laughs> quote-unquote villain quote-unquote villain it's got the dad from a christmas story who plays his dad in this one <laughs> yeah it's uh this was uh to me this was also the movie that Adam Sandler really started giving you a lot of the mm-hmm. the stuff he will continue to do making his career. So yeah. the goofy sounds, the goofy voices, yeah, the the facial expressions, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the silly songs, the silly songs. Back to school, school. Back, back to school. <laughs> Prove to dad I am not a fool. <laughs> Uh, you get Norm Macdonald. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big Norm Macdonald fan, and I, I wish he was in more as a recurring friend, but I enjoy him a lot in this one. <laughs> hey, Billy, I just thought of something. He's in school, man. <laughs> yeah, just stoners chilling in the pool all day. <laughs> yeah, Billy Madison is another movie that's fairly quotable, especially if you're from the 90s. Yeah. Because chances are you saw it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know too many people that'll run around screaming nudie mag- magazine day, but <laughs> the penguin, the penguin's one of the funniest, just what the hell? <laughs> no, Billy, there's no penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I still quote it constantly. I still, it's so hot. Want to, to touch, touch the hiney. That Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, and first appearance of a double V uh, <laughs> yep. leading lady. Which is a a reoccurring thing in Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. The the initials that I never caught on to until recently. Until I saw Hubie Halloween. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And probably the best scene is at the very very end when they're they have the actual like the decathlon yeah the uh, academic decathlon (laughs) and uh (laughs) that one guy's speech is like my favorite (laughs) gif from a movie which is (laughs) everything that you just said is so stupid (laughs) (laughs) may god have mercy on your soul wasn't even close to a coherent thought a simple no would have been fine (laughs) Yeah, I just and the dodgeball scene in Billy Madison, yeah. I've always loved, but now I love it even more because he actually hit those kids <laughs> with the dodgeball. Yeah, just <laughs> chucks it at them. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, it wasn't the first Adam Sandler movie I saw. Mm-hmm. That was Happy Gilmore, but I saw Billy Madison right after I saw Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that was probably my order as well. Actually, Billy Mas- or Happy Gilmore was just so legendary amongst like our young boy friend groups oh yeah you had to see it like very early on in your life which we might as well dive into that one yeah uh if you've listened to our show Mm -hmm. you know i obviously am a huge fan of (laughs) it because i cheated on a list obviously because you've had it on two different top 10 lists so far (laughs) (laughs) which is against the rules it is against the rules it's also 
uh, Happy Gilmore, and I'll kind of let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Happy Gilmore is just, I mean, uh-huh. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it's just... It's so funny, and it's so... It's so great. I love every part of that movie, mm-hmm. and I love, I love him especially as the hockey player who is just not good enough at <laughs> hockey and gets angry and gets upset and screams and yells and yeah. And this is the main reason, the first double V that I really remembered because I remembered Julie Bowen yeah. as Virginia Bennett and. Uh, that was the one from Hubie Halloween. I was like, is this the same character? <laughs> That's the same also character. Also a double just V and just also double Julie Bowen. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Happy- <laughs> the, I, when I tell people like, yeah, I, I've got Happy Gilmore on a couple lists or telling them like, we're doing an Adam Sandler. Everyone immediately is like, the clown scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you too good for your home? <laughs> we talked about it during the sports episode, but uh. Right. Yeah, the whole, like, no guy, mm-hmm. or really person, I should say, just because I've I've known some women that have, like, gone putt-putty, and they'll yeah. quote it still. So, everyone. Yeah. it Yeah, changed the just, face of mini-golf forever. You can't go to a putt-putt course and not quote Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it defined. It made putt-putt relevant. <laughs> it made, like, none of his techniques really work. No. But... <laughs> But it makes it more fun. It makes it so much more fun. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love Chubbs. Yeah, Carl, Dude, Carl Weathers. Weathers in an Adam Sandler movie is just awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially with a wooden hand, and it's just so good. <laughs> which the hand is like a gag all in itself. Yeah, which is fantastic. <laughs> First time he smacks it into the street. Yeah, no, it's all right. It's made of wood. It's real sturdy. <laughs> Ran over by a truck. <laughs> yeah. Crushed like balsa wood. One of, that movie has one of the funniest scenes in it, too, that doesn't even have Adam Sandler in it, and mm. it's like a half second long. Okay. But it's at the batting cage right yeah. before he hits his hand into the street. The kid goes into the batting cage to do what he did. <laughs> yeah, get hit in the chest <laughs> with the balls. <laughs> it just collapses. <laughs> yeah. The sound that kid makes is uh-huh. still one of the funniest sounds <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the other parts that don't really have Adam Sandler in it, but are my favorite, are the Ben Stiller <laughs> retirement home yeah. parts. That's absolutely my favorite. <laughs> Which is another very quotable thing. <laughs> You're in my world now, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, I, I could watch ha- Happy Gilmore for the rest of my life. Pretty regularly, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to my mom and dad about it. My dad was like, yeah, you watched that all the time (laughs) i can't help it it's one of the best comedies and best sports movies Mm -hmm. if you ask me (laughs) yep we are aware yep i should amend mine though (laughs) because i did feel like after we did the sports i did feel kind of bad okay for cheating that blatantly yeah (laughs) a little guilty huh a little guilty um so I'm gonna still keep a, a golf movie on that top ten. Okay. But this time it's Kevin Cosner, so I'm going okay. with Tin Cup. Yeah. But yeah. Happy Gilmore is still right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm fine with Happy Gilmore being on your list anyway. You know, I'm fine too. But I'm just doing that as a like asterisk. You know. <laughs> okay. I'll make sure everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So his next movie with Damon Wayans. 
Bulletproof. Yeah, I love Bulletproof. I like Bulletproof I do, a lot. I, I do like it a lot. Um, it's I didn't see it until relatively recently. It's oh, one okay. I had meant to get around to for ages. Um, one I didn't did not see as a kid, but thought that I needed to see. And so I, have, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago saw it finally. And yeah, it's it's funny. It's kind of different. Yeah, from the other movies that we've talked about so far in some ways it's more like uh i don't know it's more like uh yeah bulletproof is like it's a little different kind of comedy mm-hmm. uh but i do really enjoy adam sandler in that movie it's more like actiony i guess yeah and it's more uh i mean he doesn't do that many action comedies maybe a couple but right yeah it's it's more actiony and i think that's interesting and and funny and uh yeah, it had it has a lot of parts to it. <laughs> Him accidentally shooting mm-hmm. Damon Wayne's in the head. It's just a good gag in that movie, <laughs> and he never forgives him for it. He just keeps bringing it up. Yeah, so Damon or uh, Adam Sandler and Damon Wayne's are criminals together, but Damon Wayne's well, is, Damon Wayne's is an undercover cop, right? And uh, and Adam Sandler is like his into this organization and so adam sandler kind of vouches for damon waynes and then damon waynes ends up being involved in the sting and yeah that's when he shoots him in the head because <laughs> he's not trying to shoot him in the head he gets like he, it messes up but uh it, yeah and so they end up having to he becomes like a i guess a witness and goes on the run and yeah and they're trying to keep him witness protection from getting killed by James Conn and the mob and all this stuff. The movie's still, every time I watch it, I'm still shocked they were allowed to have as much of, like, the porn that he's watching yeah. in the hotel room as they show. Mm-hmm. That takes me off guard every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most, almost all Adam Sandler movies are raunchy, but also never really have nudity, except for one that I can think of. Well, they are, they typically will show a butt. They will show more, like, male nudity. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, also the funny thing about Adam Sandler movies is that he generally has, I mean, not so much in Bulletproof, but in general, he has, generally has hot chicks in it. But he has a, a tendency to show something attractive and then immediately gross you out <laughs> with something. Yeah. And... Uh, it is a huge like <laughs> boner killer, <laughs> and so you never get an opportunity to appreciate anything. It's always <laughs> like, no, this is actually gross and terrible, and I hate this. <laughs> yeah, I almost, I mean, you almost gotta throw a little respect to him for that because yeah, he usually does have some very attractive women, some mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous women, but he never like none of his movies show yeah. a lot. You right. see him like maybe in a bikini or something. That's the most you're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll be all for like, and now here's a guy's wrinkly ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I kind of like equality. I think, I don't know if I'd say high quality, <laughs> but I mean, his movies would be very easy mm-hmm. to throw in right. gratuitous nudity. Right. And then he never does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for one that I can think of. Except for one. <laughs> Which I don't know if you watch, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, okay. So, The Wedding Singer. Yes. Is his next one in this filmography. Dude. <laughs> Which we kind of talked about in the Valentine's Day episode. We did. But... Uh, it's it's too good. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. From the get-go, there are some movies 
where as soon as the opening credits kick in, yeah, you know you're going to enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. Wedding Singer is one of those. Yeah, as soon as the '80s music kicks in, you're just like, <laughs> "Yep, <laughs> I am sold into this movie." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm sure I'm going to say this again several times down the road, but mm-hmm. I noticed watching a bunch of his movies this last couple weeks. Uh, it seems to be that the ones with Drew Barrymore are the most wholesome and like, <laughs> the sweetest. Yeah, the genuinely sweetest and romantic and nice. And uh, I kind of like that. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's adorable, and I, I like I like this especially for that man. I mean, not only is the wedding singer just hilarious from start to finish. Yeah, everything about it is hilarious. I don't care who you are. <laughs> The song that the movie ends with. Yeah. Man, if that doesn't make every guy be like, I need to do something like that. (laughs) And every girl just swoon. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you people. Yeah. It's one of the sweetest endings. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Wholesome is such a great word to use for his team ups with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Considering like her early Hollywood days Mm -hmm. are not wholesome. Really? Yeah, she was pretty known as like the party girl oh. in Hollywood. I was thinking like ET, which is no, very no, no. I mean after whole after ET, okay, <laughs> post ET, post Firestarter, okay, <laughs> her teen years, gotcha, her early twenty years, the party years, yeah. <laughs> so it is funny to me mm-hmm. watching like the Wedding Singer, some of her other rom coms like Never Been Kissed, but yeah, you're like she's very wholesome. She's very like. I love her in this role. Oh, yeah. And then I'll start chuckling because then I'll think about all the like party days that she was known for having going, man, who would have thought Drew Barrymore would be one of the most wholesome filmmakers we have? (laughs) (laughs) Actresses we have. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But yeah, her and Adam Sandler, they just have such a great chemistry. It's kind of like uh, maybe not the same quality, but I would actually say pretty close. Yeah. As like Tom Hanks used to have with Meg Ryan. Oh, yeah. I feel like their chemistry is just spot on yeah i think that's a really apt comparison actually i i get that vibe as well yeah but it's it's just such a great comedy i i think it's honestly one of adam sandler's best yeah it's enjoyable every time you watch it yeah it yeah it sure is uh so the water water boy (laughs) so once again adam sandler delivers us a movie Uh that will be quoted for an eternity (laughs) yeah yeah another iconic character unbelievable bobby boucher it's unreal how much this movie gets quoted and it's all involving water (laughs) Uh that's because water sucks (laughs) water sucks Yeah, him and Henry Winkler. I, so, fun story about this. So, my mom and dad, after I had made them watch Happy Gilmore, had made them watch <laughs> Billy Madison, mm-hmm. made them watch The Wedding Singer. My parents were kind of like, we're tired of this comedy. You have a <laughs> problem. <laughs> like, you're, you're young. You should not be laughing at his movies. You probably shouldn't be watching his movies. <laughs> yeah. Because his jokes do tend to be like... Whoa. Vicky Valancourt showed me her boobies that I like those too. <laughs> so I went to stay the night at a friend's house mm-hmm. and my friend wanted to rent the water boy. So I remember calling my mom and being like, can we please rent the water boy? <laughs> she was like, what's the water boy? As a parent will always do. Yeah. 
And I told her, well, it's an Adam Sandler football movie. And she immediately, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, no one, please. It's asleep. But you did the whole child thing, right? Mm-hmm. The beg. She let me do it. We rented that movie. Him and I were in pain from laughing <laughs> so hard during that movie. Yeah. And I remember bringing, like, I got home the next day. I made my mom and dad go out and rent it so that they could watch it with me. <laughs> and my mom didn't laugh one time during the entire movie. And my dad was like trying to suppress some of his laughter to not yeah. let her know that he thought it was funny too. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong on that, but that was my perception. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was just like, this movie's irritating, it's like, <laughs> but it's amazing. And then I proceeded to quote the movie for the rest of time. <laughs> yeah. For the rest of your childhood into adulthood. I fucking love the water boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's- I don't know why it's so good. Part of it's probably because he commits to that character and commits to the voice and commits to the southern well everyone in that movie just completely leans into yeah. the the whole story Kathy Bates especially <laughs> Kathy Bates's mama yeah <laughs> foosball is the devil <laughs> but i love the like exaggerated take on louisiana mm-hmm. especially with mama yeah she's like they eat full baby it's like fried on a stick when they're eating the snake and henry winkler's like so what if if a snake had parts what part would you think we're eating i would say the knee (laughs) i don't know why i mean i do know why knee is like the funniest thing that you could say there (laughs) right it's just the whole movie is just it's enjoyable it's hilarious Mm -hmm. Uh, being a big football fan, yeah, there are several moments during the plays, and I'm like, that, "There's <laughs> flags. There should be flags for that." Oh, you can't hit them that way. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't complete the process. Fall into the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's much less of a sports movie and more of a comedy. It's just a good comedy, just built around sports and it, yeah, him going to college and. Learning about medulla oblongata. (laughs) (laughs) Opening a can of whoop-ass, which I'm sure you love that cameo. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Captain Insano. Captain Insano. (laughs) Compliments of Captain Insano. A couple of his movies have wrestling references or wrestler appearances, which is pretty funny. (laughs) His movies also end up having, like, retired NFL appearances. Uh Which is weird. Like his yeah. his group of friends is just so everywhere. Right. Yeah. Like the second or third time I watched a movie with Shaquille O'Neal, and I was like, "You're just friends with Shaq." <laughs> yeah. Why, how are you friends with Shaq? Did you also notice that at one point, I think it was right after uh, the Water Boy mm-hmm. basketball games ended up being like a thing mm-hmm. in Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Yeah. He'll just. Find an excuse to play basketball. To shoot hoops. Yeah, I did notice that also. So, Big Daddy. Our beer. <laughs> School with Steve. I So, I've always been a fan of Big Daddy. I think the older I get, and every time I watch it, the sweeter the movie is to me. Yeah. Like, the more heartfelt it is to me. Shockingly heartfelt. Yeah. I Several <laughs> several of his movies are shockingly heartfelt. He'll, it's kind of like a kind of tricks you into it yeah like and he'll have 
vomit jokes and like poo-poo humor and and then all of a sudden he's like having an existential crisis and really wanting to care for this kid and (laughs) or wanting to like find romance it's just he lulls you into uh not being prepared for it kind of yeah well it comes out of left field you know he like he goes to the teacher talks to him on that one scene and she's Mm -hmm. like uh i think you need to focus on him like learning and studying Mm -hmm. you get one scene of him trying to get the kid to learn and -hmm. then immediately it's like there's a lot of stimulation for the kid, like for education. The kid's getting smarter. He's doing, it. and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, we were still at putting newspapers down on vomit and him peeing just wherever. Yeah, <laughs> now it's like actual development. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He cares about this kid, and it's not just about him trying to get a girl anymore. And yeah, Big Daddy is a very sweet movie, basically. Yeah, and I also like that it's accidental like the kid isn't his kid yeah his friend um john stewart is like the kid is his or allegedly his and john stewart has left for a business trip so he just kind of decides to take care of the kid and they start bonding and he's like you know what i'm gonna adopt this kid yeah well <laughs> this it, is what i'm gonna do he, now he takes a kid in to like prove to his ex-girlfriend that he can make a yeah like a commitment to something which is so misguided which is so misguided. It's he so walks in, up. he's like, we have a family now. We have a kid together. And she's like, I'm banging this old guy. <laughs> but his his balls are old. Yeah, so it starts out so misguided, but he ends up really caring for the kid and, and not wanting to go into a home and wanting to, like, it's better that he has just, like, one-on-one attention. And yeah. Yeah. I, I do like it a lot. It's, yeah, it, it shocks me how much heart is in that movie yeah considering the kids nightlight is a live nudes arrow (laughs) sign (laughs) yeah (laughs) but the movie just like yeah it and it comes out of left field where it Mm -hmm. very much becomes just about connection about fathers yeah love yeah not like romantic just Mm -hmm. basic love it was very (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's pretty beautiful how it's about a guy who's like he's like you kind of talked about not ready for fatherhood yeah he's like just drinking with friends has like live nude neon signs in his apartment as decoration like that's not a prepared person's normal (laughs) environment (laughs) but you don't need to be prepared you just need to love the kid and take care of him and help him out and uh it's it ends up being extremely beautiful it it really is it really is and i also enjoy uh especially as we get further in the list leslie mann in this movie (laughs) as his friend's girlfriend that he kind of hates but is constantly around and and she hates him (laughs) just as much they hate each other and call each other names and it's really funny and we have to talk about rob schneider who's in (laughs) who's great in waterboy for one thing but also great in this as the delivery guy (laughs) heap he pop he popped abominus. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a thing where he has to have a funny accent in all of his. Well, movies. yeah, and Rob Schneider. What I think is awesome, and it's probably a big testament to their friendship. Yeah, a lot of Rob Schneider's roles are not necessarily big. Mm-hmm. They're more like just cameo based with silly accent, yeah. one line, and you're done. I mean, he has more than one line as the delivery boy, yeah, or guy, but. 
he can't i mean it, he's basically just cameos in right. every one of adam sandler's movies mm-hmm. he leaves i mean i don't know about you but for me there's a handful of his little cameo characters and i'm like i would love to see more of this guy yeah and then you never do <laughs> <laughs> or he might pop up in another movie as that character like yeah. the you can do it guy yeah pops up fairly regularly yeah <laughs> post Waterboy. the other funny thing about Waterboy. <laughs> Um, I didn't know this until I started watching all, a bunch of his movies back to back. And this, uh, the Waterboy, I just looked it up, is the very first time that his wife, his real life wife, starts showing up. Jackie Sandler is in a ton of his movies. Yeah, she's in almost all of them. Yeah, so she's she plays like a waitress in Big Daddy. She yeah. uh, talks to the kid for a minute, and they don't really interact at all. But you start i started noticing her. i'm like who is this lady is that his wife but not because i noticed i recognized his kids i was, I was gonna say his kids end up being yeah. in all of his movies as well i was like these those are his kids and they're usually like someone else's kids and she's never like a person that interacts with him that much she's always like a a person that gives advice or like interacts with the leading lady of the movie yeah and uh so that's kind of always funny but seeing her in in everything i was like you know that's kind of sweet that it, it is his, sweet he has his wife and kids in all of his movies as well as all of his friends it's just like it'd be to me it really just becomes like a mm-hmm. a family affair almost yeah. like a <laughs> we'll get to it uh when we talk grown-ups but yeah that i mean that movie just to me screams like it's this is every day for them <laughs> yeah yeah it's the epitome of hey let's hang out uh so yes little nikki is next <laughs> <laughs> yes, Little Nicky. I have a confession. I didn't get around to watching Little Nicky, and I've, I have never seen oh, it. Oh, you've never seen it? No, I've main, meant to for ages. Well, first of all, I was not allowed to watch it for a very long time <laughs> in my life. And then I became an adult, and I could do whatever I wanted, and then I just also haven't gotten around to watching it. Uh, <laughs> Little Nicky was like, to me, it's entertaining. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I love it for its stupidity. Yeah. But to me, it was almost like Adam Sandler realized, okay, I just did a role that had like serious subject matter. Mm -hmm. It got, there's a lot of heart. There's a lot of sincerity to it. Yeah. It's almost like little Nikki was, uh, I need to be childish again. (laughs) So I'm going to do this. And he plays the third son of Satan Mm -hmm. Jr., because Rodney Dangerfield actually plays Lucifer. Oh, man. <laughs> and Harvey Keitel plays Satan. Okay. Well, Satan is, has been ruling for 10,000 years, mm-hmm. and his time is coming up, so he's got to pick one of his three sons to take over to be the new Satan. Mm-hmm. And uh, he his two older sons escape hell. Okay. And Satan starts to fall apart. because hell has frozen Mm -hmm. and so there's no new damn souls showing up so he his power is going away so he starts like falling apart literally his finger falls off his ear does his legs do eventually (laughs) and so nikki who's this pussy (laughs) (laughs) is kind of forced to have to go back go to earth to capture his brothers and bring them back to hell Uh it's it's such a stupid movie, <laughs> but it's funny because of the absurdity 
they lean everyone in the movie just leans so heavily into the absurdity of it mm-hmm. uh i enjoy it it's not one of his best okay but it's got some fun moments in it quentin tarantino is in it yeah he, okay. he plays a blind street preacher okay who like constantly is around nikki and he's constantly <laughs> screaming like the hell beast is here <laughs> That's amazing. It's it's got a lot of like jokes about cliches stuff about mm. Satan and hell. They okay. poke fun at pretty much all of it. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks silly. <laughs> it looks kind of like the same sort of commitment to a character as the Water Boy, kind of. Kind of. Oh, very much so. Yeah. He like one of the jokes is one of his brothers hit him in the face with a shovel when he was younger, and it deformed his face permanently okay and the only deformity is sandler talks from the side of his mouth for the whole movie (laughs) yeah that is commitment and he and he's got an emo haircut which just adds to the hilarity yeah especially 2000 and it's very on the nose kind of (laughs) like right as emo stuff started yeah like showing up that's hilarious yeah that's an interesting point that big daddy was heartfelt and serious he went back to kind of course corrected to super childish with little Nikki, and then he took a super left turn into drama he's like let's do extremely dramatic <laughs> basically no real like haha jokes and very artsy paul thomas anderson super in, artsy in punch drunk love yeah which is a movie i had not seen all of until this week okay i did watch it uh i really like like I, it was, I was watching it for Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to watch it and not be captivated by Paul Thomas Anderson's directorial style and the way that he orchestrates shots and yeah, how lo- like how long shots are, the way that the camera is positioned. It's a beautiful movie that is so stressful. It's a very unconventional kind of movie that yeah, yeah does like become fairly stressful for you to watch it's not relaxing at all (laughs) um a lot of that i think is the music the music is just constantly like tense (laughs) which is interesting it's different kind of music too and uh it's also weirdly it's also weirdly weird it's just a weird it's a weird movie. movie like from the very beginning when the the he walks out of his like business and then a car like explodes and slides down the road and then these guys drop off a piano out of a van and leave <laughs> and then he watches for a long time <laughs> and decides to go get the piano like it's it's artsy and weird but i kind of love it yeah yeah th- i feel like that sums up that movie so well mm-hmm. i have talked to people that absolutely despise that movie i could certainly see that but i get why they hate it yeah uh i enjoy it very much First time I saw it, I really loved it because it was such a departure. Yeah. And I really like it when actors and actresses will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the more I watched it, the more I was like, do I actually like this movie or do I just appreciate him in this movie? Yeah. And then I realized, no, I actually kind of really like this movie because it's just, it's so odd. Yeah. Yeah, it's extremely and, odd. And I'm, I like that oddity and I, I like that there's really... It goes in a direction you don't expect, especially from how it starts. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it changes quite a bit. It's, yeah, it's such a weird movie. And him, Adam Sandler, in it is very interesting. He's he's kind of, he plays it so interesting. I think that he 
didn't just dip his toe into drama really he just kind of dove in and the way that he gets involved in this situation where he's getting scammed by this person who he gave his credit card information to and now she's like trying to extort money from him right and calling him at work and like won't let it go and sending people out to visit him yeah philip seymour hoffman in it yeah (laughs) this is like like this kingpin who's like organizing stuff (laughs) um but i i like all of the times that he's like feeling cornered and he just starts like backing up in the weirdest way right Uh, he feels I don't know if it's like if there's like a thing like I don't know if it's like a maybe on the spectrum of like autism or something or just a being part of this huge family with these very loud sisters he has like five or seven sisters a ton of sisters who are constantly uh ragging on him so I think he's just kind of avoiding conflict and trying to get through things and then all of a sudden forced into <laughs> not being able to avoid it anymore yeah, it's uh if you haven't seen it, I think it's one of those I can't guarantee people would really love it, or mm-hmm. at least widely. Yeah. Uh but it to me it's one of those movies I feel people should watch mm-hmm. just because it's such a odd ball of a film. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's also beautiful. I think that it's if you don't mind I don't know what you would call it, kind of surrealist ish. Yeah. Um if you don't mind a movie that's different and weird, or especially if you're attracted to movies that are different and weird, it's beautiful and interesting and dramatic. And it, yeah, it's. A... And he's also trying to like find romance. Like there's a genuine romance story <laughs> that he's tra- he's trying to pursue this girl while this other girl is trying to like hassle him. Well, yeah, and I mean, I guess the lesson there would be: don't call phone sex lines. Yeah, rule number one: just don't do that. <laughs> don't give him all of your credit card and but the like. I love his character because he's so timid, mm-hmm. but then he's got like these very <laughs> massive outbursts. Yeah, and like, and then it's timid, and then yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. You can tell the timid, timid nature is mostly just repressing. Yeah, everything, <laughs> yeah. and it does come through sometimes. Which he is great at. I mean, he, Adam Sandler. He outbursts, does that a handful of times. Adam Sandler outbursts of just yelling suddenly are always entertaining to me. I I'm not gonna lie. I would love to like get yelled at by him someday. <laughs> yeah. Just because I think it'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I I know what you mean. I think it would too. <laughs> um, Mr. Deeds. Yeah. I also love Mr. I love Mr. Deeds. <laughs> I did not love it the first handful of times I saw it. Really? Really. Okay. I have no reason why. Yeah. I just I was like, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. And then, like, it's one of those movies where I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And then it'd be on, mm-hmm. and there'd be nothing else to watch, or my ex, my wife at the time would be watching it. And I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm going to sit down and watch this. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I found myself, I don't know when it happened. Yeah. But at some point... Mm-hmm. I found myself just like, I really like this movie. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. So rewatching it this week, I was like, I can't wait to watch Mr. Deeds again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I love Mr. Deeds. I don't know exactly why. I I think, I mean, I did, especially early on after it had kind of first come out, a lot of people seem to latch on to and quote and do the whole foot thing a yep. lot. And that, I think 
kind of turned me off a little bit mm-hmm. so um i may have not liked it as much for that reason but uh as i watch it more and more there's that there because there's so much more to it yeah the, the movie itself is great there's so many funny parts that's just like one small running gag um and it's again like big daddy extremely sincere and heartfelt his character is so nice his character kind. is like endearing yeah he makes you just want to be kind of like him where you're like mm-hmm. i don't need to make anything huge mm-hmm. i just set out to do the right thing as much as possible <laughs> yeah and his confidence his character like comes off almost as oh he's gonna be a real shy kind of guy mm-hmm. and then he's got mm-hmm. balls yeah <laughs> there's there's a certain there's a sincere boldness to him where he will because he's going to do the right thing. Yeah. Like he's, if he sees a girl getting mugged, he's going to go and beat the shit out of that guy because <laughs> you, t- you protect women and you don't mug people. And <laughs> he lives by a code and he believes in it. And I, I think that is endearing also. Yeah. Yeah. It, Mr. Deeds is a, another shockingly sincere film. Mm-hmm. And Winona Ryder is so, <laughs> I love her in that movie. I do she's too. She's so good in that she's movie. She's like, messy but <laughs> i i love them together because he's kind of the opposite and she starts pursuing him for a story and wants to because he inherited like a bunch of money yeah he's like a overnight billionaire yeah and so she's pursuing him for a story but and is in her real life like kind of messy and she start he starts rubbing off on her basically she starts actually kind of growing and realizing her value and realizing her worth and then yeah she, i think i think she's been beaten down by new york city which is like she's just like accepted a lot of things <laughs> that you shouldn't accept as normal yeah. behavior and he is like polite and gentle and strong and like he's all of the nice things which i think is so great <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's just it's it's such a sweet movie. It's a delightful movie. Yeah. It's it's one of those perfect movies where if you need something just lighthearted, mm-hmm. enjoyable, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily going to laugh out loud for an hour and a half. Yeah. You'll definitely chuckle. Yeah. And you'll smile. And you'll and feel it, good. You feel good. When it ends, you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a very warm mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> and Steve Buscemi has crazy eyes. <laughs> Steve Buscemi has crazy eyes. <laughs> Stephen Shemmy is another one of those friends that I'm just when he, I love when he, every time he shows up <laughs> and just, he plays such a wide variety of characters yeah it's not like oh this guy who's just my friend and he plays my friend it's like he can be anything at any time <laughs> and he will and he'll lean into and it and he's completely committed to that role yeah so good <laughs> um I did not get around to rewatching it but I have seen it mm-hmm Eight Crazy Nights. I saw it a really long time ago, and Me I also too. haven't gotten around to rewatching. Okay, uh, he did an animated Hanukkah movie called Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, I don't remember too much of it. I can't. I feel like I can't really speak on it. Yeah, I think that's also fair for me. I remember it being pretty funny and what you would expect from an Adam Sandler animated yeah. movie, where it's. I mean, it's about Hanukkah. He's kind of famous for the Hanukkah song, obviously. If you haven't heard the Hanukkah song, I don't know where you've been. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was a natural progression, and it was good to get around to it, but we can skip over Eight Crazy Nights. I love 
this next one. Yeah. But I have a huge complaint about it. Okay. So anger management was his next one. Yeah. First off, Adam Sandler with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Should be comedic gold. Right. And it does work really well. Yeah. But. Okay. The studio should have let the movie be rated R. Yeah. So that they could have actually said what I can imagine are some probably horrendous lines, but it would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah. I still laugh really hard at this movie, but every time I watch it, I'm like, this should have been rated R. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. (laughs) It's anger management is so well done that, that Jack Nicholson is a anger management, like therapist who's like, or a coach who's trying to teach him to not be angry but at the same time, he starts out as not really being that angry, and then he keeps he gets getting angrier yeah. as the movie progresses. Jack Nicholson keeps pushing all of his buttons to the point where I'm watching it and I'm getting angry. <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, man, just stop!" Which is funny because he tells him right off the bat at their first class of like, "You keep repressing, you know, you're you're gonna implode, so you need to like uh-huh. get this out." And that's why he's pushing him so much. Yeah, I agree, though. He does some shit in that movie. Yeah. I'm like, I would be so fucking mad. Yeah. yeah, he's like, tell us who you are. And he starts like, well, I do this for a job and I do this. He's like, no, don't tell me what you do. Tell me who you are. Well, I like this for a hobby. I like this. No, don't tell me about your hobbies. Tell me who you are. I'm like, I'm telling you what I <laughs> When he finally snaps me, he's like, I don't know what you want. And the whole group like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, I I very much enjoy anger management. Yeah. I will say the ending gets like a little, okay. Yeah. A little too elaborate, mm-hmm. but it's not so elaborate that it ruins a movie for me. I just right. kind of accept it and move on. <laughs> yeah. But I absolutely love those two working together. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that Jack Nicholson just 100% committed to just being goofy. Yeah. It, yeah the whole yeah. monk scene. The whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Him singing I Feel Pretty in the car. Yeah. You've got Woody Harrelson making a cameo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is just so goofy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Marissa Tomei is like his girlfriend who's. There's. There's like a running thing that he will have girlfriends or wives in his movies that are like hot, like too way out too of his hot, league, <laughs> too hot for him. It reminds me of uh, um, the other guys. Yeah, when when, when <laughs> will, will Ferrell's Ferrell. wife is uh, Eva Eva Me- Longoria Mendez 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 Ava Mendez. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> the way that Mark Wahlberg <laughs> reacts to that was like. This is your wife? That's how I feel every time I watch <laughs> right. an Adam Sandler movie. I forget which Sandler movie, but he does make a joke. I think it's in Grown Ups where he's like, did you see my wife? Did yeah. you see me? This <laughs> yeah. shouldn't make sense. It's all, It only works in a Hollywood film. Exactly. <laughs> that makes me laugh even more. <laughs> um, yeah, I I love Anger Management. I, I think it's just an underrated comedy just because yeah. it it's so ridiculous, but... I love the irony of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's put in anger management for something he never did. Yeah. And then he gets more angry as the movie progresses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it is an ironic whole scenario. <laughs> All so, right. 
Fifty first dates. I I was like, Jake's gonna be excited for this one. We brought it up on our Valentine's episode, right? Yeah, okay. about date movies. Yeah, I had put it on that list, and I hadn't seen it in a long time. We rewatched it this yep. week, and both Kristen and I were like, "This movie is maybe one of his best. It's so beautiful, and again, sweet. It's wholesome. Yeah, like it is." The, the so most wholesome. wholesome <laughs> the most wholesome movie with several jokes about the size of a walrus's penis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how he does that. So, rewatching it this week, it had been a little while since I had seen it. And I was excited to rewatch it again. Yeah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> fucking Adam Sandler. Yeah. And I, I noticed he does this kind of thing in a lot of his movies. Mm hmm. Or when he turns on the, like, charm yeah, and the sweetness mm-hmm. and all that, it is like, dude, you're putting all of us to shame. None of us can live up to this. Yeah. You are setting this bar way too high. He's so sincerely in love with this girl that he's, like, pursuing her so genuinely and kind yeah. of, like, he's just the most loving, sincere, beautiful, like, <laughs> it's so romantic. It's great. It is. It's unreal how romantic of a movie this is yeah it shouldn't be that romantic (laughs) it should be like bad Uh but the more you watch the movie as it progresses the more you're like i'm in love with adam sandler (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm in love with drew barrymore (laughs) yeah yeah and he starts out as a character who just like sleeps with tourists because they're not going to stay around in hawaii and so he's very detached, comes up with elaborate ruses to get out of it. I didn't even remember the opening where it's all these different women talking about Henry Roth and how they've had this great experience. In including his him. real life wife. Including his real life <laughs> wife and including a very short cameo by Kevin James. Yep. Who's <laughs> like, Henry Roth. <laughs> it made me laugh so much. And then he's not in it again. It's so funny. Yeah, it's... God, this movie has some like heartstring moments you're like what the fuck (laughs) like the first time well the first time you as the audience watches or learns Mm -hmm. with drew barrymore's character of like the whole past when you experience that the first time with her yeah that's so like Mm -hmm. shattering yeah when she (laughs) and you it's especially shattering when she drives home and her her dad can tell and yells yeah. right away to her brother it's, it's a, a bad, bad day. day and you can tell that this has happened before and they have to just go through the whole rigmarole that takes up their whole day now of yeah leading of tell explaining that she had an accident and now she only had she lost all of her short-term memory and she, every day it resets and it's it's so dramatic in that part it is well and i love his character i agree this is one of his best movies because Mm -hmm. it's it's one that he doesn't it doesn't feel like he's really acting he feels very genuine in this movie yeah and seeing him like just immediately deciding i'm in love with her so i'm here for the long haul i'm committing to all the stress and he's there like right off the gate he's there watching her break down he's there trying to help her come up with new ways he's there to Mm -hmm. doctor's appointments and it's like yeah Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he—I really like how he kind of 
be friends or is welcomed into the family by her, her dad and yeah. her brother. That Sean they, Astin. Sean Astin is so funny. He's, <laughs> He's <funny>. on roids. <laughs> In a way, he wears like fishnet shirts constantly <laughs> and speaks with a lisp and it's just a, a funny, funny character. <laughs> but yeah, they, they the way they just like has beers with them and tries to help them and come up with ways to deal with this problem yeah. and ways that will help her adapt better instead of just keeping up the ruse constantly. And they go through so much work every night to like reset the day to like have a bunch of papers from this day of her accident and to the point of replacing the shampoo in her shampoo bottle to the level it was and having to repaint the garage or the shop. And it's a full-time job. Yeah. And I like how Sandler, his character comes in and he doesn't try to like end all of that. Yeah. He just tries to update it in a really cool way. Yeah. By putting himself in her shoes, why it's so traumatic for her to experience a, to learn about this. Yeah. What would make it easier from what perspective could she learn it? Like her own perspective or whatever that, or watch a video just explaining it instead of Instead of being told that your family's lying to you every day, which is making it more stressful, <laughs> right. let's just explain to her what happened, and then she'll get over it, and then she can enjoy the day in a new way. Yeah. It's really, really and great. It's, I, won't, I won't spoil it, but the ending of that movie is mm. one of my favorite endings Yeah, in any rom-com. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an unbelievable. And there's... Uh, <laughs> so Rob Schneider's really funny in it, for one thing. Um, but there is a funny... Happy Gilmore reference where <laughs> that is the stupidest swing I've ever seen. They'd go to the uh, Rob Schneider and all of his kids they go golfing with Adam Sandler, and Rob Schneider hits and the ball his kids like uh, Happy Gilmore, and he's terrible at it. And then all of the kids hit the ball like Happy Gilmore, and they're great at it. And then Adam Sandler just judges them. He's like, "That's the worst terrible swing I've ever seen." Yeah, Rob Schneider in that. Is so funny. He's so funny in that. I can't like. I can't imagine how many takes they would actually have to go through. Yeah. Every time Rob Schneider is on screen. Yeah. With these ridiculous characters. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous hair. A glass eye. It's just with a silly accent. With the exaggerated Hawaiian accent yeah. and saying silly things. Always inserting like coconuts into conversation. <laughs> It's a funny thing. Um, I did not get around to rewatching Spanglish. Okay. I, I did watch it. I did want to rewatch it. For the first time, actually. Oh, okay. It's one that I had always meant to watch. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure exactly what it would be, like mm-hmm. if how funny it would be. Um, it's an interesting movie. I think that I liked it. Okay. I think that I liked it. I, like, I always like uh, Tia Leone, but... It's hard to. It, this is. It's a weird movie. It's kind of fra- like framed in a weird way where Tealoni and Adam Sandler are married. He's a chef, and she's like used to be stuff, but now she's kind of stay at home. They're very much like an LA rich white couple, and they have a, uh, I believe, Mexican um, housekeeper nanny come in, and uh, I didn't. I wasn't sure where it would go. I didn't really remember the story, remember the trailers or anything. So I didn't know if like a romance would form between the housekeeper and Adam Sandler. That seemed like it would be cliche if it did. But then it was 
interesting the way that it happened where he didn't pursue it at all and was like committed to his family and relationship yeah. and everything until he learned that his wife cheated on him and then he's like you know what everything i believed in is no longer true <laughs> and then just kind of let it all hang out which i thought was interesting i, I liked it i like cloris leachman a lot i think she's always really funny but uh it was definitely i guess a different movie kind of going back to the very dramatic not as dramatic as Punch yeah. love but pretty dramatic relative to uh, all of his other movies well i i remember i saw it when it first came out mm-hmm. and i remember not being the biggest fan of it mm-hmm. but i did want to re-watch it this week and then i just yeah. lost track of time um just to see if maybe my opinion would change on it because yeah i don't remember a lot of it yeah and i'm the more i think about it the more i'm wondering if when I saw it, if maybe I was a little distracted watching it, so mm-hmm. I was missing like key lines, mm-hmm. key plot points. But I do want to rewatch it. Yeah. And a more dramatic Adam Sandler is very enjoyable, actually. Yeah. I think that it's worth watching. I don't know that I love it, but it, I liked it enough. Yeah. All right. So Adam Sandler returns to sports. Yep. He has a handful of movies which are remakes yeah so uh, we didn't mention mr deeds is a remake remake. um of an old movie with gary cooper the longest yard is a remake of the longest yard with burt reynolds and i like it a lot (laughs) (laughs) his football movies are always pretty funny yeah um i definitely enjoy it i saw a funny story with this movie uh when i saw this i actually saw it at the the famous theater in la oh yeah yeah brahma's chinese yeah yeah uh, my brother and one of his friends and his wife and myself, we were like, well, let's go see a movie. And so we went and saw The Longest Yard. Okay. Cool theater. I don't know that that was the right movie to go and see <laughs> at a such an iconic theater. Yeah, probably not. Um, I do really enjoy The Longest Yard. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. But it's entertaining. It is. It's fun. It's got some really funny scenes. Mm-hmm. My biggest complaint, yeah. and I do have one. Okay. The director or the cinematographer choose to do a couple shots that are so unnecessary. Okay. And they don't fit with the movie. Mm. One of them is uh, that huge CGI shot where it transitions like inside the prison. Yeah. And it it goes through like all the vents and all the the cables and then it goes into the cell. Yeah. I hate that shot. (laughs) It just, I'm like, this is such an unnecessary shot. You could have just simply transitioned to caretaker in the cell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny you mentioned that. Cause I actually noticed Peter Siegel directed it. Yeah. And he, I didn't notice until very recently that he directed a lot of, uh, Adam Sandler movies, a lot of comedy movies directed Tommy boy, anger management, 51st States also, um, but yeah, I, I I know what you're talking about. I think that they're kind of distracting choices in it. Yeah, yeah. The movie's still it's entertaining. Yeah, it really is entertaining. It. What's the guy's name? The backup quarterback. Uh. uh oh crap! I just forgot the character's name. I'm looking through. It starts with a B. Brucey. Yes. Yeah. John. No. Nicholas Turturro. Brucey, the character. Yeah. Is hilarious. He's a really he's so funny guy. dumb. <laughs> I I like him. He's always like t- 
tweaky and, <laughs> and twitchy and stuff. He's yeah. always funny. Yeah, it's it's a very enjoyable football movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's his best football movie. No. But it's definitely entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... I mean, it's it's funny, the idea of putting together a football team of inmates. Yeah. And, and I also obviously enjoy playing against the guards which are half wrestlers i was gonna say and here's a bunch of this movie has a bunch of the like football player and wrestler cameos and you're like yeah what they're like let's get the biggest professional wrestlers and goldberg and (laughs) And stone cold steve austin yeah and then they get bill romanowski it's (laughs) it's it's a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, I I definitely think what makes it extra funny, and I don't know that it was on purpose, mm-hmm. but all the guards and James Cromwell playing the warden, yeah, they all seem to be taking the movie very serious. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone playing the, the inmates, are they don't take anything serious no. in this movie. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, they also have nothing to lose because they're inmates. Right. Uh, I love Terry Crews as Cheeseburger. Yeah. I just think he's hilarious. <laughs> he is really funny. Um, His next movie. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the, the one that fits what we talked about the most, which is he lulls you in with the promise of a ridiculous juvenile comedy and ends up being the most sincere. And just sucker punches you. Yeah, like dramatically like meaningful adult movie. Yeah. Uh click. Click. Oh my god. Like Goosebumps just thinking about that ending because well, the final act of the movie. Yeah. Not just it. The whole yeah. final act is unreal. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole arc kind of beat breaks you down yeah to be prepared for that final first time i watched click you know you go into it expecting the juvenile humor i mean yeah. i remember the previews were like the dog humps the giant uh duck, duck. Yeah. all the time and he's like pausing and muting and mm-hmm. skipping fights and you're like well this is funny yeah but i'll never forget that first time watching it when the final act like kicks in mm-hmm and I remember looking over at my wife at the time. Both of us are like suppressing tears. <laughs> like, the fuck are we? What? Yeah. We're, this isn't supposed to happen. <laughs> this is an Adam Sandler movie. Why are we like super choked up right now? Yeah. <laughs> this might be, well, it's not my all time favorite Sandler movie, but mm-hmm. it's up there. Yeah. Because the more you watch it, the more you really catch on to. Mm hmm. It definitely lies to you, making you think it's just going to be silly yeah. humor. Yeah. Because even with all the silly humor, there's some very serious, like, mm-hmm. he's making some points. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it makes a lot of really good points. So the the premise of the movie is he skips through, uh, skips through things that are uncomfortable, skips through fights with his wife, skips through... Um, skips through needing to work on this project for work and, and ends up getting to the point of that he skipped through most of his life yeah. and missed enjoying the fights with his wife, missed enjoying the hard parts with his kids and it missed like his parents well, die and he missed like spending time with them. Yeah. Like, it's very 
like sincere and it makes you really question your life right of like careful what you wish for kind of thing. careful what you wish for and also uh the lesson of like you you are supposed to take the good with the bad right you can't just skip yeah the parts you don't care for you have to go through this stuff and enjoy the little moments because they're all you ever gonna have you're not gonna right. be able to go back ever. it is it's it is just chock full of those moments of like mm-hmm. they they rarely tell you exactly how much time has passed. So he he gets like this magic mystery remote yeah. that allows him to do all these crazy things. He gets it at Bed Bath and Beyond by Christopher Walken in the Beyond section. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is part of the lie of that movie where it's like we're giving you super silly stuff. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there there's some very funny. I mean, it's a very funny movie. Yeah. But the more I watch it these days, the less I laugh at it mm-hmm. because now I know all the yeah. the points. And so every time he's hitting that button, immediately I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't laugh at any of the <laughs> top remote stuff anymore. I just laugh at the dog, the golden retriever humping the dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that part's funny. But Click is just, it's a wonderful movie. Uh, and yeah, that I will never get over that final act. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, and it's it has probably the most out of place gorgeous wife scenario where <laughs> Kate Beckinsale is his wife and uh, he like takes her for granted and then she ends up leaving him for Sean Astin again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that part's always really funny because you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they feel so different. And David Hasselhoff is his boss. That part's funny because he's like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, Click is just, God damn it. Yeah. That fucking movie. You learn a lot, I think, from that movie in a movie that you don't anticipate learning from. Yeah. And also, um, of the like recurring friend characters that play ridiculous characters, I always love how he inserts Rachel Dratch into his movies. Like, of all of the SNL alums that he's friends with, I really enjoy for some that reason it's her. that they have stayed like friends. I, I think it's always funny. I think she's funny. I think yeah. she, she especially plays funny characters where she's uh, just ridiculous. Yeah. And then, uh, so he follows Click Up. Yeah. So I saw this when it first came out. I didn't remember it too well. I remember enjoying it. Yeah. And I watched it this morning mm-hmm. as, as my refresher. Um, holy fuck! Yeah. Did you watch this yet? Um, what are we talking about? Rain over me? No, I wanted to so badly. Um, I had not for because I there were a period of times where like nine eleven movies were a thing. Yeah, and I was just like a little burned out, so I had not I'd skipped it and then just not got around to it. But I wanted to so badly for this, I just didn't have time. So it's it's a post nine eleven movie. Yeah. So at no point do you see the attacks or see any of the footage. Uh, they actually only mention it once. Oh really? Yeah. It's weird that they would be like. I mean, that's in the bio. I mean, I guess <laughs> it's part of his character. Yeah, it's part of his character. He lost his family nine um, eleven. Well, since you haven't seen it, I will tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is one of the most real films about grief yeah and processing and moving on okay it is not for the faint of heart yeah it throws a couple like 
silly moments in. Mm-hmm. But Adam Sandler throws down some acting chops in this movie. Yeah. That are unreal. I had a feeling <laughs> that's especially why I wanted to watch it because I felt like it what it was another one of those vehicles that could have pushed him to another level. Yeah. And to me it did. I actually think this is probably his most underrated role. Yeah. Because he's so good in it. He mm-hmm. doesn't do a he doesn't have very much dialogue actually. He okay. has a few lines here and there. Yeah. But he's very much I mean just the turmoil that you can see on him right from his first scene. Yeah. And he's got a couple like breakdown scenes that are just heart-shattering. Heart-shattering. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a uh, it's a very genuine film. It's a very uh, real, like, it doesn't feel yeah. necessarily entertaining. It just right. feels like, hey, here's a mirror to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, although your family may not have passed away on 9-11, but yeah. how do you deal with shit in your life? How do right. you how do you process? And it, it's very like, oh, I don't know <laughs> I was ready for this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of that there's a healthier way to do it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I need to see it. I'll probably watch Yeah, I highly recommend that one. And especially if, like, you want to see Sandler, like, pretty much completely abandon humor. Yeah. If you just want to see that other side of him, Mm -hmm. at no point does he do anything that's really, like, funny. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, this was another one that I, uh, I did not... Get around to rewatching it. Okay. Did you rewatch this one? I did. Okay. Yeah. So it's, you can speak more on it then. It's one of my favorites, honestly. Okay. I've seen it quite a bit, so I probably didn't need to watch it, but I wanted to. <laughs> That's fair. I really like. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Um, I think that it's. I think that they're funny in it. So yeah. it's it's kind of the first one where Kevin James and Adam Sandler are friends together. And they're firefighters and they work together. But I think that it's really sweet and wholesome and kind of nice again. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's funny. and uh, <laughs> But I think that they do a good job of weaving in sincere moments without it being too heavy-handed, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember laughing at it quite a bit. Yeah. I just yeah, don't remember it, too much in it. There's a good amount of jokes in it, too. I think it is definitely funny more funny than like click and um some of those other ones that have other messages i think it's 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 sincerely funny also yeah i this was one that i was like okay you you gotta try and get this one rewatched yeah and then i didn't it was like god damn it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and I, i i enjoy steve buscemi as the the guy who's trying to bust them so the premise is that Kevin James has kids and his wife died and he needs to um, make sure that his kids are taken care of if he ever dies in a fire because he's a fireman and he has a dangerous job. And so he um, wants to make sure that his pension goes to them and all this stuff. And there's a bunch of like plot stuff that he can't get it like transferred to them. So he needs to, he asks Adam Sandler to form a domestic partnership and pretend to be gay with him and get married with him so that uh, Adam Sandler will take care of his kids and make right. sure that his pension goes to his kids after that. And so Steve Buscemi is like the state officer who's in charge of his case who's trying to bust him for pretending to be right. gay. And uh, 
and it's that part is pretty funny as well <laughs> yeah i'll i'll have to get around to rewatching that one it's also i think the first one that i can recall that uh started having nick swartzen in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> nick swartzen is always a you can funny. always tell when adam sandler has made a new friend because they <laughs> pop up in his movies yeah it's like so you're gonna be in all of his movies now uh did you watch you don't mess with the zohan i honestly totally forgot about me it me too until i just scrolled to it i should have i needed to that movie is famous for being ridiculously and very low rated <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's famous for just being horrible yeah uh i want to watch it again just to see if i think it it is that horrible i should have it's it's probably it's the all about steve to sandra bullock probably which is the one that everybody (laughs) agrees sucks and i'm curious if we would agree considering we both found all about steve to actually not be that bad yeah yeah i'm very curious did you watch bedtime stories also no me neither (laughs) (laughs) that one i did have on my list but i didn't get around to it's a pg so it seemed very much like family yeah i kind of found myself wanting to watch it and then being like i should wait till i'm with my daughter and then her and i can watch it yeah i do want to see it though i do really want to yeah yeah it seemed i mean i like family movies i just have to be in the right mood for family movies i guess yeah I also really like Carrie Russell and Courtney Cox and Guy Pierce and Russell Brandon. There's a lot of awesome people in it. And I know you're excited about this one. Yeah, this is the the next one is the <laughs> one I'm most excited about. It was on my comedy list. It was. It was Funny People to me is like a comedy epic where it's it's comedy is great because comedy is dramatic. Like you need the darkness in order to appreciate comedy. And yeah. so um, funny people, I think, is so good because it it's an, it is probably, I would say, one of Adam Sandler's best movies also where he is elevated above his normal standard to be, to portray this character who has cancer and is a stand-up comedian and very much like himself famous for ridiculous yeah he it's almost like a i feel like saying a a parody of himself is almost not completely accurate because yeah. he's pretty dramatic actually in this right. movie right. <laughs> uh i rewatched it again and obviously i love judd apatow yeah and this movie is awesome i love funny people because adam sandler and apatow i mean they were college roommates the opening okay. of the movie is Mm-hmm. footage from them that was that was like <laughs> how their calling. roommate friendship started was adam sandler would prank call people <laughs> and uh judd apatow would just film it yeah so that's like that's actually them in their their dorm room doing that that's amazing uh yeah and it's i love that movie because you can tell that it's like a kind of a love letter to like stand up kind of a yeah a more grounded portrayal of like mm-hmm. hey not everyone that's super funny is actually doing that great outside of the camera you right. know like right they're not the kind of person you think mm-hmm. at times <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it's a i think it's a grounded as a comedy nerd i appreciate it because it's a grounded view of stand-up that not a lot of people see yeah down to like 
going out and doing sets and you may especially when you're starting out you may or may not get on stage in time um you may or may not have a good crowd and then also the process of writing material and writing material for other comedians and it's very deep and interesting just on that part and that's like not even most of the movie right (laughs) (laughs) but i think that that part's very interesting i also it's just a subplot of the movie, but it, it's a very funny one to me mm-hmm. of like Seth Rogen's roommate, Jason Schwartzman, <laughs> who's on a terrible sitcom. Yeah. And he's like <laughs> being becoming very pretentious and like feeling like he's famous because he's on this show and right. he's better than all of his friends now. And, and then Jonah Hill's there. So this was like <laughs> funny people to me was a great blend of. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler was like the original Judd Apatow buddy. Yeah. Didn't really do a lot with Apatow until this. So it was like, mm-hmm. here's all of Apatow's friends. Yeah. And the big heavy Adam Sandler <laughs> shows up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely wish Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen would work together more. Me too. I really wish that would happen. Yeah. I don't know why they don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they still could. I think they could. This movie, Funny People also has, and I noticed this this time around, Mm -hmm. a lot of little, like, jabs to each other, (laughs) like, just their style of humor and their style of comedy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A lot of little jabs here and there (laughs) throughout that movie. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of in jokes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which, to me, just kind of escalates the movie and makes it so good. Yeah. Yeah. Funny People is... It has some moments that you definitely do laugh really hard at. Yeah. And then it's got other moments, usually in the same scene. Right. That you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, you have this up-and-coming stand-up comedian guy who gets to write for his idol, who's a legendary comedian who's kind of returning to stand-up because he wants to connect with people and like leave a legacy beyond yeah. the silly movies. Um, I think it's it's obviously powerful in the sense that he has cancer and he's trying to deal with it and trying to realize he's also like reaching out to old friends like there reaches out to like Paul Reiser and like all these old old time comedians um, Colin um, Quinn Quinn and all those guys well he's like it's almost like he's learning just how big of an asshole he actually is yeah yeah kind of making amends like and- yeah and the movie i mean his final line in the movie is actually my favorite part of the whole thing okay uh i won't say it just because i don't necessarily want to spoil anything but his final line is so good to me yeah because it it really like gives you that sense of okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) but yeah funny people is great yeah it it, really is good it's one of those movies i put on and it feels so comfortable yeah well at the same time feeling like i always forget how powerful it is <laughs> yeah. i put it on because i know it's funny and i know it's comfortable and then i'm like oh this is also very moving <laughs> yeah yeah so as he often does he goes from drama serious <laughs> like heightened above all drama to just be silly hanging out grown-ups grown-ups okay grown-ups is so stupid <laughs> yeah I love Grown Ups. <laughs> it's so goddamn funny. Yeah. Because it, it's, to me, I'm like, yeah, I think this is the kind of Grown Up I want to be. We're like, yeah. 
you you can have your adulting and do all that, but it's okay, mm-hmm. and you actually should make it a point to just <laughs> be silly. Yeah. <laughs> and this movie, to me, is this whole crew mm-hmm. just being like, let's just be silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how they are old friends who were friends as kids, and then when they come back together as adults, they still have the nicknames for each other. Yep. They still rag on each other. It's like they never left, basically. And basketball shows up in Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. <laughs> Regularly. Uh, yeah. I When I watched this one, I saw it when it first came out. I didn't really remember it, and so I watched it again this week. This was one that I did actually get around to. Okay. I don't know what it was, but I could not help but just actually laugh out loud during this. Yeah. There were so many scenes in it that I just loved. <laughs> and I absolutely love it makes fun of the like kids these days are all about their screens. They don't yeah. want to do anything else. <laughs> and I love that Sandler and his friends just decide to literally kick the door in yeah. and drag the kids outside. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. you have to do this. Yeah. Go go throw rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I also enjoy seeing how they are resistant to it at first, but then start enjoying it and being, yeah. being kids. And then his his wife, who is planning to leave, needs to go to a big fashion show. She ends up staying, and she's like, no, this is more important because I can see it actually benefiting my family and my kids. Right. And, and they're actually being living creatures now. And-, and this movie has one of the scenes, like I mentioned earlier, where you can tell they're just trying to make each other laugh and they just yeah. let the cameras continue to roll and it's the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> which is an ironic thing to say. Yeah. But genuinely, there's a shot of all of them laughing and at no point does that laugh look like a normal, <laughs> like Hollywood yeah. laughing scene. Yeah. <laughs> which I also realized watching Adam Sandler laugh is yeah. just joyful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just is. Yeah. Him having a good time and and saying things like i guess ragging on people just yeah. makes me laugh yeah i mean and grown-ups was really it, it's such a great friendship movie mm-hmm. and it, it really comes across yeah i mean you got to go into the movie knowing it's very childish humor yeah it's very juvenile but it's such a great like celebration of just friends yeah i i absolutely loved grown-ups one yeah so i know you started watching some netflix Adam i did movies. did you watch the next one just go with it that's not a netflix one isn't it no the one you're thinking of is murder mystery okay whatever uh, i've seen both okay um i don't remember just go with it all that well i saw it when it first came out i remember yeah. liking it though yeah because it was like it was just a silly mm-hmm. rom-com kind of setup yeah uh, I did not get around to rewatching it though, so I I feel like I can't really speak too much on it. Okay, I I like it quite a bit. Um, I think that it's I think he and Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, thank you. My IMDb closed and I couldn't go back to it fast enough. Um, I think he and Jennifer Aniston are another good chemistry yeah. couple in movies. Basically, they're they're really good, especially in this one where. If, it's, they start out as just like friends, coworkers, and then end up um, actually realizing that hey, we're both kind of in the same place on the same level, um, liking each other. I think it's very sweet, and 
I'm, it's very funny. It's yeah. a pretty, pretty darn funny movie. Um, I'm just going to say this right now. I have not seen the next two, and I did not get around to watching them, although yeah. I very much want to see Jack and Jill <laughs> because of the yeah. notoriety it has. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Don't Mess With the Zohan, where it's regarded as terrible. <laughs> as like, not just a bad Adam Sandler movie, but yeah. like one of the worst films of all time kind <laughs> yeah. of kind of stance and i feel like i need to watch it because of that yeah i agree i uh i didn't own it and so i forgot about it also and so yeah. i haven't seen it same with that's my boy yeah. i haven't seen that either which i feel like i have seen that's my boy but i'm not positive okay uh but i gotta imagine adam sandberg and adam sandler would be a a pretty good yeah. duo yeah i would imagine so i don't know yeah. So I'll have to rewatch that. Yeah, I agree. Or watch it for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Have you seen Hotel Transylvania? Uh, I did a long time okay. ago, I think. Christy okay. likes it a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to spoil a future episode. Okay. Uh, Hotel Transylvania is one of my all-time favorite like family films. Yeah. It might be my all-time favorite Adam Sandler film. Oh, really? It is all three of them are hilarious, but that first one okay. is special. Wow. It's so good. Okay. It's so fucking good. Interesting. Uh, my daughter, mm-hmm. we saw, we've seen all of them together. It's like our thing to watch together. Yeah. This was her introduction to like the monsters. Okay. Yeah. Which was good, and then I learned was actually bad, because then when she learned what the monster's stories actually were, she was like, I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very different. Uh, No, Hotel Transylvania has some of the... It's got, like, the biggest heart out of Adam Sandler films. It's got one of the greatest stories. The jokes are amazing. I cannot praise this movie enough. I absolutely love Hotel Transylvania. Okay. And again... It is his whole group of friends. They are all in it. Yeah, just his voices in an animated movie. Yeah, and they're all fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't praise that movie enough. It's so good. <laughs> uh, Grown Ups 2. Yeah. I don't like Grown Ups really? 2. No. It's like not as sincere as the first one. It's I think more, that's why I didn't like it. It's the same thing but only the silly parts and probably more silly yeah uh well okay so one i felt like they weren't necessarily all on the same let's just be silly page okay a lot of it felt not natural yeah um the biggest complaint i have of it Mm -hmm. is fucking taylor lautner (laughs) i uh no i know what you're saying i hated the whole college frat group story arc because he's so douchey i'm also i'm kind of okay with it because he's really treated douchey in the movie he is but i just man he showed (laughs) up and i was like oh cool he's doing something different and then he like his first five lines i was like i fucking hate you i hate you more than i already did yeah and i just i don't know the second grown-ups movie did not mesh for me okay at all yeah um i was also really bummed uh Rob Schneider was not in yeah. the second one, and I I missed him in it. Yeah, a noticeable absence. Yeah, because sure. I loved his character in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it it did not. Even though didn't. Steve Austin is in it. Steve Austin is in it. 
Um, yeah, the you could tell that they probably got a bigger budget because they have a lot more CGI, which is very <laughs> yeah. awkward looking. Yeah, <laughs> that that deer does not look good. No, the, yeah, the whole opening scene of the movie with the deer in the house. Yeah, you know, like I said with Wedding Singer, and that's one of those movies where right off the bat, yeah, you're like, this is gonna be good. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm into this. Yeah, Grown Ups too. Right off the bat, the I opposite. was like. What? <laughs> yeah. This is not this what is I a signed up for. Weird decision right here. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. Um I couldn't help but feel like the movie Neighbors yeah. was almost Rogan's like mm. here's what a movie about grown-ups versus college <laughs> frat boys should be. Yeah. Let's disregard that one. Yeah, I I was not a fan of the second grown-ups. I yeah. was really disappointed in that one. Yeah. It's certainly not the same. And I think it, it does miss some of the heart and it misses yeah. the the what made it work, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was for me. That's fair. Yeah. Did you see Blended? I've never seen Blended. Oh my god, you need to see Blended. I really want to see Blended. Because it's exactly what you would want. It's exactly fifty first dates. Um, and wedding singer basically yeah they are it's it's not it's not as juvenile it's not as raunchy it's more sincere it's very nice very sweet um where uh so (laughs) it's kind of like i guess funny or weird how it kind of gets set up so adam sandler and drew barrymore go on like a blind date together and don't like each other it's classic rom-com storyline where they don't like each other mm-hmm. but uh adam sandler works for dick from dick sporting goods okay and he like manages a dick sporting goods location and then um drew barrymore is she runs a closet organization business who and her friend um is dating dick okay and uh so dick was supposed to take her friend to africa with his like five kids and she didn't want to like meet his five kids or be since be like get into a relationship so that trip is off and they both separately learn about it and so adam sandler's like i will take my two three kids and uh buy your ticket and we'll go to africa and then drew barrymore separately is like i'll buy your i will take my two sons and uh and go to africa and so they end up finding each other there end up spending time together end up falling in love right and uh their kids are funny she has two boys and he has three daughters i believe and he's raising three daughters so they're all very like into sports and very like bob haircut masculine like not he doesn't know how to let them be girls basically um and so drew bamer kind of like mothers them weirdly and uh it's it's very because her mom died it's very sad um but yeah, it's very it's a pretty darn sweet movie. Yeah, I I wanted to watch that one. I just he's got so many goddamn movies and yeah. I was trying to I have a lot going on all at the same time, so <laughs> Yeah. Hard to keep up. I did not see Men, Women and Children. Okay. I only did cuz it was on our ran- first random 10 episode. Right. And I remember you talking about yeah. it. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh Did you see The Cobbler? No. My mom watched it. Yeah. And she told me, and this was weird to hear. She yeah. was like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. She's like, you liked an Adam Sandler one? She goes, it wasn't yeah. his usual kind of movie. She's right. I would say that. I saw it a long time ago. Okay. Um, it is very different where it's more, I don't know. It's it's sincere yeah. through and through. 
it's it's a sweet kind of on the family movie. Well, isn't it kind of like a like an on the nose kind of take of learning what it's like to be in someone else's shoes? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, did you see Pixels? <laughs> I actually forgot Pixels existed. Okay. <laughs> I never but, did. So we're both failing the Adam it, Sandler. It list. was a movie I remember watching the trailer, and I remember being like interested in it because I've always right. liked arcade games, and I've always liked Adam Sandler and Kevin James and that whole thing. And then it came out, and everybody's like, "This movie is the worst." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll catch it later, I guess." And then I never did. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. Hotel Transylvania 2. Yeah. You said it was great. Just like the first one. It's amazing. I love it. It's hilarious. It's such a, like, I will say this. Mm -hmm. Fathers and Daughters, Mm -hmm. the Hotel Transylvania trilogy is made for fathers and daughters. Okay. 100%. That makes sense. It's so good. (laughs) Oh, I love those movies. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you watched the ridiculous six i did okay did you oh yeah okay was it the first time you've seen it uh no i saw it a long time okay ago. it was the first time i've seen it yeah i had been watching a lot of the like netflix adam sandler movies okay <laughs> okay everyone said it, too, it does <laughs> and he's the worst part of it again <laughs> i'm surprised he's still relevant in 2015 <laughs> and yeah enough to be in this yeah um, he is the worst part in it because to me, it was very obvious he was trying so hard. Yeah. Whereas everyone else in the movie has already been doing this stupid style humor for so long that they're right. like, we don't have to try. Yeah. Yeah. It's natural. <laughs> it's very natural. Um, I thought it by no means was it as bad Yeah, as it has been made out to be. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. In the title. They tell you, like, you know it's going to be yeah. just a stupid movie mm-hmm. from the title and from the, the opening of the film. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny. It was silly. It's one I could see <laughs> putting on for, like, some background noise yeah. and just letting it play. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to look at the screen and chuckle, mm-hmm. shake my head. <laughs> but again, the brilliance for Sandler, at no point is he, like chasing the gold right he's simply just trying to have fun with his friends right and they just happen to film it and entertain you with it yeah 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 it's it's so funny scrolling through any cast in any adam sandler movie because <laughs> it's like the same cast over and over well, it <laughs> is and then it's like he throws in the randomest people <laughs> jorge garcia from lost yeah luke wilson who's like pretty serious actor. <laughs> yep will forte who's always hilarious i love him uh nick nolte <laughs> nick nolte as the dad uh-huh i i was like this is a great choice this danny trejo awesome. which makes sense uh vanilla ice <laughs> the vanilla ice uh yeah it's just and absolutely they, ridiculous at one point in the movie they even do the ice ice baby dance yeah <laughs> <laughs> which again his movies are almost uh, like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Because he, he approaches it with such a mentality of like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to have fun. Yeah. I don't care. I get to hang out with my friends. Yeah. I can't imagine the sets for his movies mm-hmm. are stressful. No. I can't either. <laughs> Maybe for like the director or for the people trying to corral everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we need to make a movie and put it <laughs> right. out because we're burning money could, at this point. Could you at least say all these jokes and goof off like this 
in front of the camera and in costume and makeup. Yeah. <laughs> like, I imagine that might be stressful, but yeah, it, they're just they're fun. Yeah, they're fun movies. Yeah, yeah, if and you, it's I think especially I I would like to talk to like a younger generation person to see if they care or if it's just like us millennials that yeah. grew up with these guys on SNL and it's like yeah I love. Adam Sandler, I love Chris Kattan, I love David Spade, I love all of these guys. Right. And uh, they just have a direct line to my funny moment. They do. Um, I started the do-over, but got distracted. Did yeah. you watch the do-over? I did. I uh, I watched it for the first time. That's the one that I alluded to at the very beginning that does have nudity in oh, it. Oh, really? It is the only movie that, I can, that I've seen that I can well, recall that has... Uh, breasts in it funny people does does it he has like an actual sex scene oh yeah <laughs> that's like i, I mean the, so. the lights are pretty dark yeah that was the one i thought you were alluding and to the the funny thing about the do-over though is <laughs> not long after that there is a sex scene where he gets david spade so the premise is he david spade is like a guy who's unhappy with his life and uh adam sandler tricks him into faking his death and they start this new life together um he tricks david spade or convinces david spade to have a threesome with this one chick and louise guzman and you definitely see scrotum of louise guzman (laughs) from behind and uh he like sweats onto his face and it's disgusting and it's hilarious well that i'm trying to remember i don't think that's the first time uh, his scrotum has been shown because I think in the movie Waiting he does the bat wing. Yeah, also true. <laughs> uh, just go watch Waiting; you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was more adult than most of his movies, but also the same thing as all of his movies, right? And shockingly, I think it do- it may go the furthest in the ridiculous humor department. Oh, really? And then still manages to pull it back and be very sincere at the end. <laughs> oh, where he has a good reason for doing this and he has like a family and it's it gets really interesting okay yeah i'll have to restart it and then finish it yeah instead of starting it and then being like fuck i forgot to go and do <laughs> yeah um i did watch sandy wexler okay did you oh yeah i saw it when it like first came out okay i was interested in it so as it's been established pretty heavily on our little show here yeah I'm obsessed with the 90s. Yeah. Love the 90s. Yeah. And Sandy Wexler <laughs> is like 90s overload. Yeah. Made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stylistically, it's great. <laughs> it's, uh, I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Again, uh, like a lot of his movies get dogged so much. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, dude, Sandy Wexler was. Yeah. It's a good movie. Like, it's I funny. enjoyed this movie. It's funny. It's sweet. Um, yeah, his character is very nice as a talented <laughs> agent who's like, even though he to... like lies his ass off, he does, he does, but that's the job, you know, right? Right, you just have to, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, yeah, I thought it was very entertaining, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was laughing during it, yeah. I thought, like, I, I think. Some of it came off a little satirical to me with like yeah. Jennifer Hudson's character dating all the people yeah. in Hollywood. I felt like that was supposed to be kind of a jab at mm-hmm. like pop stars in general. Right. <laughs> right. Um, 
yeah, I thought it was just, it, it was an enjoyable film. I thought it was kind of a fun poke at mm-hmm. Hollywood management. Yeah. Filmmaking in general. Mm-hmm. Kevin James is a ventriloquist who <laughs> is always trying to operate his six puppets at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. Nick Swardson is the world's worst like daredevil. Yeah. The whole thing with you got to get rid of the birds. No birds. Yeah. Yeah. All of his eccentric like clients are always very funny and he has so many random people he's like the biggest not like casting director but like agent i guess talent manager in hollywood that everybody uses and they're all so weird and different and i love all of the the cameos that are doing like the interviews yeah those are just (laughs) yeah i was like this is awesome this really is this whole thing is like adam sandler went to everyone he knows (laughs) yeah like play you in this make-believe world yeah yeah there's so many people from uh arsenio hall to weird al and conan o'brien shows up yeah i i thought sandy wexler was enjoyable yeah it's a good movie um i did not see the week of did you i did actually with chris rock yeah okay uh it was one that i watched for the first time it was very different from Grown Ups. Okay. Um, it's about Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler is married to Rachel Dratch, but that part is funny, and they like yell at each other constantly. <laughs> um, and their daughter is marrying the son of Chris Rock. Okay. And so he is like, well, he's very middle class, maybe lower middle class, but trying to pay for this whole wedding and trying to impress people and. Uh, Chris Rock is like a famous surgeon. He's like super rich, super wealthy. He stays at the Ritz, and uh, and Adam Sandler won't let him pay for anything. Oh God! <laughs> and he like gets rooms for them at this hotel that his like construction company like redid the air conditioning for or whatever. And they're trying to like make Chris Rock's room nicer by like putting in an, a chandelier and stuff. <laughs> but the ceiling's so low that he has to like duck around it, and uh, it's it's pretty funny. Okay, it's uh it's sweet it's genuine there's a lot of i mean it's it's very family centric okay he's he's trying to everybody is coming to town and they all have to stay at his house and um it gets a little bit nuts but it's 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 (laughs) less like less silly and more of just like a nice family comedy kind of i guess hotel transylvania 3 was very delightful yeah my daughter i think this is her favorite one okay she loves all the music that's in it. Yeah. Uh, again, fathers, daughters, go go enjoy the trilogy. It's awesome. Yeah. Murder mystery. Murder mystery. Had you seen it before this week? No, this was the first time I watched it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was yeah. fun. Uh, it was like, this is like the, it's like Clue. Right. On a cruise ship, or not a cruise ship, on a yacht, mm-hmm. all by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of like... Uh, knives out before knives out came out kind of because there's a there's a cruise ship and there's this whole weird family and they kind of <laughs> adam sandler and jennifer aniston like kind of are invited onto this yacht and then uh this whole family's there and they all have interrelational the, issues it's such a fucked up <laughs> they're like... just awkwardly there as like these guests kind <laughs> of. and yeah and then a murder happens and they have to try to help solve the mystery and i'm, I'm a sucker for mystery movies i think yeah. it's I think that is always just fun. And then they kind of make it fun as they 
string it along and figure it out. And well, and he's he's a cop who has failed his like detective exam. <laughs> yeah, but it's, he would like to be a detective. Yeah, so he gets to use his yeah or try to hone his skills and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember when it came out on Netflix, and it was like the number one streamed movie yeah. for quite a while. Yeah. That's happened a lot with his movies. I think, uh, yeah, he he tends to make people happy on Netflix. Yeah, uh, but I I genuinely enjoyed it. It's one I will watch again. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, it's fun. So Uncut Gems is the one that I <coughs> wanted to watch the most and didn't get around. And you didn't to. watch it? No. Okay. And especially because I know you've talked about being disappointed in it. Yes. So when I first saw this, I went and saw it in the theater mm-hmm. before theaters were shut down, and I hated it. Yeah, it's like this movie's so annoying. It's just people yelling over each other. It's like it's, it's obnoxious. Yeah. Well, I approached it because I I absolutely love the Safdie brothers' other movie, Good Time, with right. Robert Pattinson. So right. I, I was looking forward to rewatching Uncut Gems, being like, okay, it's been like a year or two now since I've seen it, so. Maybe maybe I'll appreciate it more mm-hmm. when I rewatch it. So I rewatched it a couple days ago. Okay. I think I hated it more the second time I saw it oh, no. than the first time. I honestly didn't expect that. <laughs> I was waiting for the old switcheroo. No, not on this one. Wow. He does a great job in this movie. Yeah. He's very good in the movie. Yeah. The movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'm going to get a bunch right. of hate. I... I can't stand this movie. I almost didn't bother finishing it yeah. this time around. Okay. Because I was like, it's just, it's irritating. Really? It's literally two hours. The characters are irritating? Or Everything about it storytelling? is Storytelling? It's mainly how the dialogue is given. It is okay. two hours of people right. shouting over each other. Oh. And it's not like two people talking over each other. Yeah. It is six plus characters all shouting at each other at the same time. Yeah. And I know it's supposed to be chaotic. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. artsy chaos, whatever. Sure. Fuck that. The movie sucks. I hate this movie. <laughs> I don't get the appeal. I don't get yeah. why people enjoy it. Um, I think Adam Sandler is really good in it. Yeah. And it, it is nice seeing him dive into the more dramatic stuff. Yeah. Uh, I just, I can't stand this movie. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I I just I don't get the appeal to this movie. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's got a seven point four on IMDb. People love it, and I just I don't understand why people love it because yeah. it's it's incoherent. Okay. It's annoying. Maybe they just like it because it's different. I think, and not. I don't want to generalize. Yeah, I don't want to assume because all of the reviews, like at least the titles I'm seeing, are that. Um, the noise is the point. Absolute insanity. Intense roller coaster. I think it's just like they're not used to that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it's obnoxious. Yeah. And not in an entertaining way. Uh, <laughs> I just I can't I can't get into this movie. It, it's I can't get into it. Yeah. I, and knowing how much I hated it the second time watching <laughs> it, I'm like, all right. I think this is one of those that settles. I'm it. just never going to watch it again. Yeah. I don't. I think. I kind of feel like people only love it, and I generalizing. I'm probably wrong. Right. I don't know because it's like artsy. Yeah. So they feel, ooh, if I like this, it puts me in a whole different like yeah. level of movie loving. No, 
It just means you like obnoxious, stupid movies. <laughs> yeah, it's it does seem like one of the more artsy movies that came out pretty recently. I, I mean, I guess all the movies at the Golden Globes were artsy. So yeah, I take that back. Yeah, I just I not for me, not for me in the slightest bit. Okay, <laughs> interesting. I know it is for you though. The one that you and I were probably the most excited to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and I know people are going to be like, you fucking love this, but not Uncut Gems. Yeah. Get over it. We loved it so much, we'll talk about it again. We talked about it We have talked Halloween. about it so many times now. <laughs> but honestly, Hubie Halloween is great. It's so fun. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why anybody would not like it unless you don't like fun things. Because it is just a fun enjoyable movie especially if you like us have followed the sandler verse the sandler genre and uh it it delivers everything that you like about that very well it's just it's yeah i i don't have like any complaints on hubie halloween it's yeah it's silly Mm -hmm. yeah it it's blatantly dumb yeah but that's where like it's supposed to just be Mm -hmm. we're having fun yeah. We're not we're not trying to be a tour de force in Hollywood. We're just being silly. Right. Because they're actors. <laughs> they're they get paid to be silly. Right. So it, I think it's awesome seeing them just completely embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. I know you and I have mentioned Hubie Halloween so many times. And I love how excited you and I both were. Yeah. After we saw it that first time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna lie, I've watched it <laughs> a handful of times now. Yeah. I love Steve Buscemi in it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Rob Schneider in it. I yeah. love everyone in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kevin James as the cop <laughs> with the worst hairdo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like mustache beard. It's genuinely just an enjoyable, nice, fun movie. Shaq's in it again. <laughs> it's a it's one that I feel like I will watch around Halloween a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's one that I realize like yeah, this uh, this pretty much immediately became a staple for me yeah. around Halloween time. Yeah, 100%. And it's got one of my favorite gags, which is just the random objects being thrown at him while he's riding <laughs> his bike, and he, like, dodges every one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I love his, like, Inspector Gadget thermos. That Dude, the thermos. <laughs> that gag that he uses it to solve every problem, except like, for having a compass, and it right. doesn't have a compass. <laughs> Oh, you want some soup? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he again goes back to using the voice, having a character that he's in, just like Waterboy, just like right. all those great movies with all the like goofy, silly mm-hmm. ticks and all that, and a, a overprotective mom like he usually does with eccentric, either saying eccentric things or having eccentric T-shirts that she found at a thrift store. <laughs> the- t-shirts <laughs> the fucking t-shirts yeah the whole boner joke is awesome yeah <laughs> yeah he's, he uses boner as a mistake and obviously kids these days don't know what that means <laughs> they think it means something else hubie halloween's just so good it's, it's good. so much fun yeah yeah i think it's it wraps up well what adam sandler does and that, why it works yeah i think I I do know I've been a fan of his since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm he's one of those actors I'm always going to be a fan of. Yeah, I think he's just he's too funny. Yeah, because just the way he approaches his movies, mm-hmm. I utmost respect for that to the point where I'm like, man, 
if we ever had the shot yeah to be on a set mm-hmm. or to be like in a film I would almost prefer mm-hmm. to be in an Adam Sandler film with all of his friends. Oh, yeah. Because you just get the sense that we're here to have fun. Yeah. Don't take anything serious. We're just <laughs> here to be silly. Right. It'd be relaxed. I, I really feel like that would be such a cool mm-hmm. experience. Maybe not even be in the film. Just to be able to visit the set yeah. and watch them do that. Yeah. I think that alone would be mm-hmm. just true joy. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think there's just a way that he approaches making movies yeah. that feels so natural. The way that he says things to characters, the way that he just has like one-off lines and stuff. He's very relaxed and comfortable and natural and funny and can be very dramatic too. He has range. He has it all, but he just gravitates to wanting to make you laugh, wanting to have a good time, yeah. which is what I'm about. And it- I almost feel like because his wife, his real life wife and his real life kids yeah. tend to be in his movies. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like he's almost gone the route of like, <laughs> well, I want to make movies that are going to make my kids laugh. Yeah. So he does the super childish humor because mm-hmm. kids will laugh at all of that. Right. Which I just, I, I think that's also fun. I think right. that's cool that he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it really is. You really do get that sense of. It's a full family affair. He works with the same writers, the same crews, the same directors over and over again, the same actors. Yeah. You really get a sense that they just, they have that kind of connection that they're never sick of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a testament to a nice person, a genuine person that people want to work with you constantly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like. You have a nice time together. And he's gotten some heavy-hitting names. I mean, Ray Liotta was in Hubie Mm -hmm. Halloween. Yeah. So you almost get that sense where they, like with Keanu Reeves, where, yeah, people Mm -hmm. just, we want to work with you just to work with you. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's I think that's a testament. I think that's (laughs) awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like he could call pretty much anybody, and they'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll be in that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, I didn't do any ranking on mine. Did you? Oh, no, I didn't either. Okay. I, I think we kind of talked about it throughout. Yeah. Funny people and happy Gilmore and all those ones have to be at the top. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're, they're all great to a degree. They and just, all great. For, a lot of them are great for different reasons. Like yeah. The weight, the reasons I love 51st dates is so different from the reason I love Billy Madison. So it's like just a wild ride. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. <laughs> Uh, tell us what your favorite Adam Sandler movies are. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a fan. Yeah. Sucks for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're too grown up. You need yeah, to I, awaken the child you, inside of you. You need to go throw a stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get outside. Embrace your childhood <laughs> again. Go find a, a rope hanging from a tree. <laughs> yeah. Go shoot With a, a lake. Shoot an arrow into the air and Dude, run away. that game, I was like, I've never played that game, mm-hmm. but that feels like the it's kind game of games I that played. I would have played. 100%. Yeah. It reminded me, uh, do you remember the Hacky Sack game, Thrashed? Did you oh, ever yeah. play that? Okay, oh, so yeah. it kind of- That was of, the only way to play Hacky Sack. Right. Their little arrow game- Yeah to me was like the exaggerated version of that. Yeah. Cause my friends and I played that all the time. I mean, yeah. I knocked a friend out in that <laughs> game. So <laughs> yeah, thrash was like dodgeball meets hacky sack where you would try to nail your friends in the back of the head as they ran away with a 
a bag full of sand. Sand. You had <laughs> to use not, the sand. It was not the, soft. No. <laughs> and if that thing ever got wet, or if you played in the cold where it would freeze, whoo. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. felt that shit. Yeah. I played Tiger Sack several times where I had my hands in my pockets because I was so cold, <laughs> but still yeah. trying to play out in the cold. Yeah. And you can't really run with your hands in your pocket. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I just, Adam Sandler, I, I love Adam Sandler. His movies are great. They make me feel childish again mm-hmm. in a good way. So yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I feel like I learn things from them too. Like <laughs> right, you, you watch <laughs> Click and you're like, I need to enjoy every moment of my life. I need to call my parents. Like I need to. <laughs> what, what am I doing? <laughs> you watch Mr. Deeds and you're like, I need to aspire to just do the right thing. I need yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, I need to have confidence in that thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So let us know what you feel, your favorites, uh, any fun memories of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Did you watch Awkward Ones with your mom and dad? (laughs) Yeah. Did they have to explain anything to you? (laughs) Yeah. Find us at Movie Boners on Facebook and Instagram, and you can comment on any of those posts, what you think, or like, or just send us a DM. We can have a conversation. Send us a DM, com, Or you can call in. Call in. Give us a voicemail. If you leave a voicemail and tell us what you think, or have suggestions, or have a weird movie you think we should check out, let us know. Yep. It would, you know, it would be great as if we got a caller to call in using an Adam Sandler character voice. Oh, yeah. Do that. Do that. That would be really funny. <laughs> yeah. Or make up your own character. Or make up your own character. If we had like a recurring character, that would be fun. I'm giving you guys ideas. This is free ideas. Yeah. Look at us go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, make sure you keep spreading the word of the, of the show. We really want to yeah. get this blowing up. So yeah, help us do that, folks. And thank you very much. And we'll talk to you next time. Someday we'll know how to end these things. (laughs) This is the end. This is the end. See ya.